Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! What's going on, YouTube? Rick here, and we are diving into round three at the Valero Texas Open. We will look at the odds board and, yes, even talk about a tournament that finished up at Augusta National today. Make sure you are subscribed, hit the like button, and we'll jump into it right now. Welcome in, Rick Gaiman, joined by Mark Immelman to break down all things Valero Texas Open. Mark, good to have you. Hey, it's good to be back. Uh, had a nice few days off last week. Uh, missed you guys. <laughs> Sent you the odd picture. And um, heading to Augusta National tomorrow morning. So all things are dandy right now here in, in my world. Well, well rested, ready to dive into this uh, Masters we have coming up here? I am. You know, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm completely done on all of my research. Uh, we've got a rehearsal tomorrow afternoon because Monday morning, uh, Monday midday, I think it is, I am part of the... Uh, I'm doing one Masters on the Range show. Ooh. So then I'll get to, uh, you know, see some of the players and see some pro the warm-ups and practices and stuff. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, we might have a rehearsal or two, and then Amen Corner kicks off Thursday morning. And the first hole we show is a hole that's been changed. So uh, I've got a lot of the, the advanced work done, and we'll pick up some odds and ends there when I get on site tomorrow afternoon. That's awesome. Well, obviously, we are looking forward to it. I'm looking so much forward to it that let's just jump into uh, the tournament that was played at Augusta <laughs> National today, the Women's Am. And Mark, I'm always impressed uh, by every part of, of this event, how good these women are. And it's Anna Davis, the 16-year-old, the only one to finish under par shot, a 69. That's three under around Augusta National. She's the one hoisting the trophy. Yeah, what a thrill. Um, you know, as a girl dad, myself with an eldest who plays some golf, you know, when you got to see this event um, become inaugurated a few years ago, it was just so cool to see, you know, women with a chance to to play at Augusta National um, under tournament conditions. And then the first time I got there, I think I got there um, the Sunday evening when the, the tournament had gotten done. The first thing I did when I went to the, the uh, merchandising Monday morning was written, bought one of those hats and this cool keychain because that logo is so cool with the, the it's actually a magnolia flower. Um, and uh, they've, they've turned it into the, the Anwar logo. So it's tremendous. Uh, I think it's awesome for the college game and the women to get recognized. I know what it's like for the men to get the invitation to the masters. So I'm sure it's a lot of the same for the ladies when they get this thing. And it's, it's almost a reward. And the cool thing about the event is there's always going to be a winner, but everyone making the field and everyone getting to play Augusta Augusta National on the Sunday, that's a huge thrill. So everyone in a strange sort of a way is a winner. So uh, so, so I'm a fan. Sign me up for more of them. And and incidentally, I mean, who can forget that first ever one with Jennifer Cupshaw and Maria Fassi going head to head? And there's something about Jennifer Cupshaw. I mean, she's playing well again this week at the uh, – at the Chevron tournament out there in uh, Mission Hills. So uh, uh, good on her. She seems to like springtime golf. 
Uh, she certainly does. The other thing that I find interesting about Anna Davis, so she was named to that U.S. Junior Ryder Cup team. They didn't end up playing that. It was canceled for COVID, but she was a member of the 21 Junior Solheim Cup team. And Mark, you've been involved with these junior international teams. How valuable is that experience for the select few that get to participate? It's it's absolutely invaluable. Um, just to you, you measure yourself up against the competition. And look, when you're at that age as a junior, you might be great, but that doesn't necessarily a harbinger for for future success because people's bodies grow differently and you have injury and all ups and downs that go on. But largely you find folks that play in those events that go on to play in Solheim Cups and go on to play in Ryder Cups and President's Cups and such. And, and just playing under that sort of a pressure when you're representing your country is something that is indescribable, really. I mean, playing in college or playing on a high school team you feel it then, but then when you represent your country and you you wear a logo, like I'm wearing my old uh, Columbus State alma mater's logo here, there's something special about it, and 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 it ups the ante f- for individuals who play an alone game in golf. I mean, golf you spend so much alone time practicing competition and that sort of thing. To play in that environment, it sort of lets you know what real pressure feels like, and and pressure is the ultimate barometer for who you, who you are as a player. So. For all these kids that, that play in this sort of stuff, it's it's great grounding for for future professional careers. Yeah, really special stuff. Anna Davis, the 16-year-old lefty from San Diego, wins the Augusta National Women's Am. Congratulations. Mark, we are going to look at a very jam-packed leaderboard after 54 holes at the Valero Texas Open. We will compare that leaderboard to the odds. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. And we're back. Uh, I believe this is described as a log jam, Mark. Four <laughs> golfers at 10 under par. Dylan Fratelli, Bo Hostler, JJ Spawn, Brant Snedeker. Two more right behind at nine under. Scott Stallings, Matt Kuchar. There are Masters invites on the line. There's a lot of money on the line, a lot of FedEx Cup points, a job on the line. I mean, there is so much happening and six guys either tied for the lead or one back. Yeah, and add to that a very prestigious trophy uh, and PGA Tour event. 100-year anniversary this year for the Texas Open, Valero Texas Open. So that speaks to the magnitude of this event that it has stood the test of time, really. And you look at the honor roll, you see names from Hagen, Hogan, Sneed, Sarazen. I mean, it's, uh, pardon me, not Sarazen, Nelson. It's kind of like a who's who of uh, players that have won this event. And for the crowd atop that leaderboard, you know, there's a whole lot to play for, as you point out. But they can't go to sleep because the way this golf course plays, it's demanding. And it's going to ask questions of you from the very first tee shot. I mean, that first hole is just a brute of a par four. And then you sort of play in these Texas winds where it's into the wind and out. And the way the golf course sets up, there's not a lot of crosswinds. You either go into or downwind. And uh, you know it's coming and it's there and it's going to gobble you up if you're not striking the ball well. So it asks you questions a bunch. And I did this event a few years for radio. And just about every event, to my memory, a chaser posted 
and the mm. winner couldn't back it up. Uh, remember Martin Laird back in the day, shot a final round of 63. Now, what's going on with the golf course this year with some of the firmness and some of the whole locations and certainly the breezes is the field average is barely a clip under par. So it's playing hard, um, but I get a sense maybe that the advanced staff might soften the whole locations a little tomorrow to allow something sort of the mid-60s to be posted. Because if that happens, you couple the score on the board with playing in the final groups and into the wind a little bit there. It, it, sets, it sets a tough mark. So those guys at 10, I mean, there's no sleeping. They better play their rear ends off tomorrow if they want to yeah. win. If you open it up to guys just three back, there's 14 of them in total. Our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook have a South African as the favorite. Dylan Fratelli, four and a half to one with Bo Hostler at five to one. JJ Spawn, Brant Snedeker at six to one. Those are the guys at 10 under par. Scott Stallings is nine to one. And Gary Woodland, who's lurking three shots back, is 16 to one. Mark, this is... Um, it's it's now a sprint, right? You know, 72 holes, more of a marathon. This is now a sprint where anything can happen. And uh, I throw the strokes gain stuff out the window because probably whoever putts the best tomorrow is going to win this thing. <laughs> it is uh, not just putts the best, but keeps the ball out of the disaster that flank most of these fairways. Here. You better drive the golf ball well if you want to play well here. And, and you got to be sharp with the trajectory control because the greens are just so big. And you can hit a green in regulation, but have yourself 60, 70, 80 feet at times if if you misjudge the wind. So you got to hit the ball well, but you're right. You're going to have to make putts. And I must hand it to my wife, Tracy. She called Dylan Fratelli at the beginning of the week. And I don't know why I didn't listen to her. Maybe I should more often. Maybe we should but, get her on the pod for uh, the <laughs> mega preview pod. Yeah. Um, so so I, I think Dylan, you know, having played so much golf in Texas, he lives out there. Um, I think he's got a little bit of the kind of I should have been at the match play thing going on. He, in fact, worked for PGA Tour Live a little bit and called right. some live golf at, um, at the, the match play. So maybe there was some of this. Well, that's where I belong. I've been there before. I should be back there. And you can see it's like these players that come out with a point to prove. And he hits the ball hard and he hits it low, which is going to help in the wins, as does Woodland. So, um, you know, you got a lot of that going on for those two. And, of course, Hostler played golf four years in Texas. JJ is kind of the wild card. Sneds, to me, is a whole lot of a wild card because he's lining up his 10th win on the PGA Tour, which a lot wow. of folks don't consider when you talk about Snedeker. He's won the FedEx Cup, and uh, he's shot 59. He's done it all, basically, except for win a major championship. And he's been bouncing around between golf instructors for the longest time now. But finally, is settled with Scott Hamilton, and it looks that, like there's a little traction there. So I would say if you wanted to stay in front of someone, it would have to be Snedeker. But you can't sleep on Starlings. Fratelli, I think, is good. And, and, and Woodland and Cooch. I mean, the way Kucher is playing right now, I had him on my podcast in December. He says he's having fun with the game. And it looks like he's hitting the ball well. And, and he hits sort of a tumbly ball flight that cuts through the wind. So... You could make a strong argument for each of the guys there on the uh, first page, including your one-and-done pick, Mav McNeely. I mean, he has put on pounds. He hits it hard. He's 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 a, a winner in waiting. So uh, I think they're hard to pick, but I must hand the advantage right now to Fratelli. Yeah, five under 67. Uh, the round of the day shot by Maverick McNeely, Scott Stallings, Brant Snedeker, Bo Hostler. I had Hostler on my pod 
just a week or two ago, Mark, and I thought it was so interesting about his intimate knowledge of his FedEx Cup point standings, how to get into all these tournaments, whether he's going to be the 12th alternate, assigning his schedule, playing eight weeks in a row because he had to. He can make a lot of that go away with a win. That That's the type of stuff that we're talking about on the line tomorrow. And, of course, an invite uh, to the Masters still on the line for many of these guys. Yeah, well, I'm glad you bring up that point because, you know, you think of Bo Hostler. He, he was a, 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 supposed to be a superstar after contending in the, in the U.S. Open at Olympic as a fresh-faced teenager. Then he's a star in college at Texas. And he came out and he had a few good finishes but sort of fumbled a, a little. Now he's playing his way back to his best. And... And the stuff is meaningful. Every shot matters. I know it sounds like a cliche, but it does. And I'm glad you share that anecdote from him where he's like, you know, I know where I sit in the alternate list. I know how many FedEx Cup points are on the line. And I know you guys joke with me because the money is important, but those guys are counting those points because the points get you into stuff, right? Yeah. And uh, if you get yourself into playoffs, you know, it opens up bonuses and all sorts of cool stuff and so yeah, I'm I'm sort of hopeful. That I'm I'm eternally hopeful for players who've lost their game that are finding it again, because I've been the instructor on the side and I know what it's like. And so to hear Hustler share that, that is meaningful to me. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Well, there are. 18 holes, maybe more remaining. We'll see how it shakes out at the Valero. 18 holes remaining, and we will crown a champion. And then, of course, we will be right on in to Masters Week. But for now, uh, let me thank producer Jacob. Does all the hard work behind the scenes. That right there, Mark Immelman. You can find him back from vacation on Twitter at Mark underscore Immelman. And you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut, and we'll catch you next time.